0: Do you love your dog and yet find yourself frustrated with them sometimes? Have you ever wanted to find a judgment-free space where you could share your struggles with raising a dog? This is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Heart of the Dog podcast, a community of dog lovers working toward helping each other understand their furry friends a little better. Together with guidance from experts in their field, we will explore any and all topics big and small today on Heart of the Dog.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is Mary and I am your host. I'm so grateful to be here with you all today. We have a very exciting episode today. Uh, I have the pleasure of talking about fireworks because in America it is that time of year. Um, With Independence Day, quote unquote, uh, coming up for those of us in the U.S., um, and I know that there's a lot of feelings around Independence Day, and um, this by no means is a way of trying to celebrate, more or less. I just want everyone to have a safe holiday, or a safe day, um, where you can help your dogs work through some stressful situations, because um, fireworks are really stressful for some dogs. So, Uh, We're going to talk about fireworks and some ways you can help your dogs, some different routine shifts you can do, and uh, a lot of other stuff. I'm going to give you some childhood stories of mine um, about my childhood dogs who were both terrified of fireworks, and then we'll wrap up this week's episode. As a reminder, we will not be launching an episode on the 5th, that would be technically be our next Tuesday, but this is taking place in, in place of that episode. So our next um, normal, regularly scheduled episode will take place on July 12th. Um, So July 12th will be the next episode, and I'll talk about those topics um, towards the end of this episode and give you a little sneak peek. If you haven't yet done so, please remember to rate and review. Rating and reviewing allows us to find our PAC members who may be missing from the PAC or may have not yet found us. Um, I believe the only platforms you can rate and review on are Apple and maybe Google. I'm not super sure about that, but I know Spotify only does ratings. Either way, if you would rate and review, if you can, on whatever platform you listen to, I would greatly appreciate it. Also, uh, if you would like to contribute to me hiring, uh, an editor and a writer. Um, I've done both of those things. So that's exciting. Um, if you'd like to contribute monetarily to support the podcast, you can donate through the anchor.fm, uh, link in the description, or you can join our Patreon for a monthly fee. Um, both of those options are available to you. And as always, this podcast will always remain free. So if you, um, are not in a position to do so, don't stress. Now, before we get started, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Anchor.fm. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Anchor by Spotify is a versatile platform that makes podcasting easy. Anchor is free to use and user-friendly. They offer a variety of recording and production options so you can find the process that works best for you. Anchor offers tools to make the process easy from recording to editing to distribution. Once you're ready to put out your podcast, Anchor will help you distribute your podcast to different listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's talk fireworks. Um, When I hear the word fireworks, I think of my childhood. I think of my dad getting a pack of sparklers out and lighting them and then holding my hand and helping me twirl them in fun ways and make all sorts of designs. Um, I think of the summer that we went to Florida. um, And in Florida, it's not illegal to have the fireworks that like go up in the sky Um, like the rockets and stuff. And, um, so I was, um, I think six or so. And, um, my mother's parents owned, um, a condominium on the beach. And so we took the fireworks out to the beach and I was playing with a cousin of mine who's, who was like significantly older. Um, and, We were playing, having a grand old time, and I had a loose tooth and she was spinning me around and I lost my balance and face planted in a sand dune and lost my tooth and was like a bloody mess because it just, like, it was crazy. Um, It was probably one of the best 4th of Julys I've ever had, (laughs) being super honest. Um, I just remember it was one of the few times that, like... um, we got to light the big fireworks and i've always really loved big fireworks and in my adult years i actually have worked a couple firework shows um i've been part of the setup and teardown crew and um that was a lot of fun that was a really cool couple of experiences in my life and uh marty if you're listening thank you for facilitating that um but fireworks for dogs um not so much fun <laughs> you know Um, they're loud. They, um, I don't know if you've ever been in the blast range of a, of a firework, but it creates quite a, um, shockwave. Um, I don't think I ever really realized how, uh, how big of an explosion it was until I worked the firework shows and I was standing in the fallout radius because that was where we had to stand for safety purposes. Um, We had to make sure that um, any uh, potential patrons couldn't like get onto the launch field and potentially get hurt. And so we were all standing in our gear um, in the blast radius. And um, when When you do a firework show, they tell you you have to bring ear protection. They provide earplugs, but, like, they tell you you have to bring ear protection. And um, I, I have felt very few things as strong as the explosive force of a firework. And I can tell you for a fact that I was standing roughly 300 feet from where the fireworks were launching. And I could feel the explosive force in my chest whenever they, um, reached their height and, and blew. Um, it was, it was quite, uh, impactful for me. And so I, um, I think given that understanding of fireworks, I have a somewhat unique perspective on why dogs might be a little terrified of them. Um, Fireworks are super cool, and they're beautiful to look at, but uh, our four-legged friends are not fans, and I can totally understand why. Now, for my American audience, we might associate fireworks the most with Independence Day or Fourth of July, as it's known in the States. Um, But fireworks are also used in celebrations around the world, like New Year's, Diwali, um, and Bonfire Night, according to the Kennel Club in the U.K., and um, according to the Kennel Club, over 80% of owners notice a change in their dog's behavior during firework season, and nearly half, or 48%, say that their dogs are scared of fireworks. Now, you might think that the firework is, is particularly scary because of the loud noise it creates and how sensitive dogs' hearings are, but actually, it's not just the loud noise um it's the loud noise plus the flashing light and the strong smell of um gunpowder because that's that's what's in the charge it's also fair to mention that um if you're at a fireworks show or you live near a fireworks show and your dog is freaked out by fireworks it's not just because of the noise but it's also the fact that they can't really pinpoint where the noise is coming from The combination of those four things uh, can be really overwhelming to dogs and cause a lot of fear um, and fear based behaviors. Now, you might be asking yourself, or me, or the person you're listening to this with, if you listen to this with a buddy. Um, how come there are dogs that can withstand gunshot noises? Um, hunting dogs, um, specifically gun dogs, um, are, you know, bred and trained to go get prey after it's shot, and and they're fine. They can do it. Um, you know, police dogs are put into situations where there's gunfire. Sometimes there's bomb you know, bomb sniffing dogs and um that's gunpowder and so like, you know, or or other forms of explosives like C four and things like that. Um, which all have, you know, relatively strong smells depending on your baseline of scent. And if we're talking about a dog's nose, then they're pretty sensitive. So, um, you know, how come how come dogs can do stuff like that, but fireworks are terrifying for some dogs and A lot of it is um, based on breed, age, sex. Um, Some of it is training, but sometimes it's just a natural response. If you notice that your dog is specifically um, averse to loud noises in general, um, that could be part of their genetics. My childhood dogs, Minnie and Scooter, were... Absolutely terrified of fireworks and um for a couple of years of their lives, we lived in um kind of uh ground zero for the local fireworks show in my hometown um during my childhood, the fireworks show was put on at the public high school's football field, and um, and that was where they they did it for many many years. We happened to buy a house um, across the freeway from where the high school was, and um, and so we literally had like front row seats. Like there was nobody, there were no houses in front of us. It was um it was the freeway, and then there was like industrial like you know not even warehouses but like industrial processing plants and things like that across the street but nothing tall enough to obstruct the view um and so every year for however long we lived at that house like 4 or 5 years um we had the 4th of July celebration at our house because we had the front row seats to the fireworks show um we would camp out on the lawn after dark and watch the fireworks um and the poor dogs <laughs> were always so terrified, um, that my parents took him to the vet and were like, how do we, how do we handle this? Because they, they're just, I mean, it was everything from like peeing in the house to like getting super destructive to, um, you know, throwing up. I mean, you, you name it, they did it. Um, And my parents took him to the vet and the vet was like, well, drug him up with Benadryl, put him to sleep for a couple hours. Um, And so every, every 4th of July, that was what my parents did. They made sure the dogs like had some exercise in the afternoon and, um, and then they fed him a whole bunch of Benadryl and just knocked him out for the night. Um, And they slept through it for the most part. I think there was a couple of like fluke years when they were getting used to like how much to give the dogs, but for the most part, the dogs slipped through it and everybody was fine. Um, so, um, it's another 4th of July story from my childhood. Uh, now quote unquote, drugging them up with Benadryl is all well and good, but that doesn't, that's not necessarily recommended these days and always consult with your vet before you do anything to your dog, please, especially giving them things like Benadryl that are made for humans. Um, but it's important to discuss what we can do to help our, our four-legged friends cope with um, with fireworks season, not just here in the U.S., but all over the world. Um, so let's talk about it. First of all, you want to make sure that Uh, the microchip is up to date in your pet. Um, so whatever microchipping registry you're with, please make sure that like your address and contact information is up to date. Um, because if your dog happens to have a panic attack and get out, um, you know, some way, if they run out of the door when someone's walking in or if they're in the backyard and they like jump over the fence or dig under the fence, um, you want to make sure that you can you can get them back and that they're they're easily trackable to you. Um, you can do research about what fireworks displays are happening near you. Uh, I know there's been a lot of uh, discussion online lately uh, in light of um, many 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 factors. Uh, about certain counties and cities canceling their firework shows this year, at least in the state of California. Um, So please, uh, you know, do your research and check out which, where the closest one is being held. And, um, you know, that way you know uh, where they're coming from, how far away they are. And that can also help you better prepare for what your dog might need in support. Some other ways to help your dog uh, include acclimating them to loud noises. Now, this is um, something that I would like to call usually desensitization training, Um, but it is a form of socialization, uh, as we discussed in the last episode. So you can socialize your dog to loud noises. There's a game I once saw on either TikTok or Instagram, somewhere on social media, Um, and it was take an old two liter, um, soda bottle. And, um, when it's empty and clean and dry, you can crunch it in front of the dog while you're doing something that they enjoy, like playing fetch or playing tug. And that can help desensitize them to the loud noise phobia, at least that kind of loud noise. You want to start off small, you want to start off manageable um don't go like, you know, slamming on it and making it crunch super loud. But um you can start off really small and like make it crunch um and reward every time the dog comes towards the noise because that's showing you that they're not afraid of it. Um there's tons of games like that you can play. If you look up loud noise socialization games, I'm sure you'll find a list. Okay. So, it's the night of the fireworks display. Before the fireworks begin, You can do a couple of things to help your dog cope with the fireworks display if they are an anxious or nervous dog around those loud noises. First off, top up your dog's water bowl. Anxious dogs pant more and become thirsty faster. Feed your dog way before you expect the disturbances. So if your dog usually eats around five or six, maybe think about feeding around three or four just to be safe. Uh, make sure your dog has tons of exercise. If you can take them for something super exhausting, like a beach trip or hike, or a really long, you know, game of fetch outside. Anything like that that will help tire them out will help them sleep through some of that. Walk your dog early. If you usually take an evening stroll with your dog, please do that before dusk. You want to make sure that wherever your dog goes to the bathroom is escape proof. So if it's outside in your yard or your garden, make sure that you're, um, you know, that, that there isn't something they can easily jump over or dig under or a hole they can escape through or things like that. When the fight or flight response triggers, there is not much reasoning with your dog. Shut all the windows and doors to your home. Don't forget to draw the curtains so that it'll block out any sort of flashing. If you don't use a crate, um, I would highly recommend making some sort of den um, in a closet or Um, you know, kind of a blanket fort type idea for your dog to retreat to if they're scared. Um, You can make something simple out of a um, thick duvet cover or a comforter, um, and that'll help make it a little more soundproof. Um, You want to make sure that you secure whatever you make if you're not using a crate so that it can't fall on your dog and scare them even more. Um, You should also fill that little den you've made with their favorite blankets, toys, um, or an item of unwashed clothing uh, so that they can feel more secure and safe because they can smell you. And lastly, uh, if your dog has ever been very scared of fireworks and you've tried these methods or a combination of those methods, um, you should talk to your vet in advance. Now, obviously, this is coming out three days before the holiday here in the States. um, But if your dog is super nervous and does not handle the fireworks well um, and in a manageable way, you should absolutely talk to your vet at least a week in advance before Whatever holiday um, is coming that has fireworks so that your vet can give you the appropriate uh, medication to help relax your dog and help make these holidays easier for them to manage. Okay, so we've talked about how to prep before the fireworks start, and now let's talk about how to handle the dog during the fireworks show. If you can provide any sort of distracting noises like TV, radio, what have you, play music loudly so that the music can be heard before the fireworks can be. Um, Obviously, don't don't make it deafening, um, but definitely make it loud enough so that um, it'll drown out the noise of the fireworks outside. If you're not going out to enjoy a fireworks show, Um, You want to act and behave as normal. Your dog will pick up on any odd behaviors. um, So try to remain calm and happy and cheerful because your dog will pick up on those. Your dog might try to hide under the bed or the furniture. And if they come to you for comfort, make sure that you give it to them. Ignoring your dog will only make it worse. So don't do that. Always reward calm behavior with either dog treats or playing. Do not, under any circumstances, try to force your dog to face their fears. They will just become more frightened. They don't understand what's going on. They just know it's loud and scary out there. If they're hiding under the bed or the furniture, don't t- try to tempt them out of whatever they're doing to retreat. Um, if they're not doing anything to harm themselves, just leave them there. It's okay. The biggest thing is we want to make it through the night without them being injured or injuring others don't yell at your dog for whatever reaction they have. Um, if they make a mess on the carpet, if they accidentally, you know, throw up on your favorite shoes or whatever, uh, don't yell at them. It'll make it worse. Uh, again, they don't understand what's going on. They're just acting out of fear. Um, And as we talked about in the reactivity episode, reactivity is based out of fear, and so some reactive behaviors might show up. Finally, if you need to open the front door for any reason, please shut your dog into a room first. Um, That way they can't run out the door if they hear a loud boom and, um, and then, you know, potentially get lost or worse. Some other questions in this article are things like, can dogs go to fireworks displays? Uh... I have seen dogs at fireworks displays that were perfectly fine. I would not advocate for that. I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, Even if your dog doesn't bark or isn't um, vocally reactive to the fireworks, that doesn't mean that they're happy. Um, Excessive yawning, panting, and other body language cues can indicate that they're stressed. So don't do that. I uh, would not recommend. Another question is, what can I give my dog to, uh, to calm them for anxiety? Speak to your vet about this. I, <laughs> I'm not a vet. I don't know uh, what your dog needs or what your dog's health issues are, um, but speak to your vet. And finally, if you've tried all of this and are still having really, really horrid experiences with your dog and fireworks, ask for help from a behaviorist. Um, remember that trainers are not behaviorists and behaviorists are not always trainers. Um, but find a behaviorist in your area and see what advice they can offer to help you and your four-legged friend get through the holiday seasons with as little stress as possible. So that's it for this episode. I think just like humans, every dog has their own personality and, um, obviously, one-size-advice does not fit everyone, and so um, do what's best for you and your dogs. Storm doesn't really care about fireworks. Like, we've been through thunderstorms. She doesn't really react. Um, this will be Jubilee's 1st, 4th of July um, in my house, and while I am not choosing to celebrate Independence Day for personal reasons, Um, and I haven't bought fireworks in my entire adult life because I just don't, that doesn't mean that there won't be fireworks in our neighborhood. And, um, so we'll see, we'll see how well Jubilee does with, um, all of that. But, uh, if you learned something, if you like this episode, please send it to a friend. If you think that there's important information out there that, um, I've missed, please Send me an email or drop me a DM. Uh, you can find all of our contact info in the show notes, but the email address is heart of the dog pod at gmail.com. The Instagram and the TikTok handles uh, are slightly different. Instagram is um, heart of the dog podcast and TikTok is heart of the dog. And you can find us there on, uh, on those social media platforms. Thanks for joining us for today's episode, and I will see you all on. Uh, July twelfth, when we talk about uh, United State laws regarding dogs, heat stroke, and owner responsibility when it comes to handling heat stroke. See y'all next time. Bye.
0: Thanks for being with us this week. If you'd like to keep up with the latest, please follow us on Instagram at Heart of the Dog Podcast. If you'd like to get involved in the community, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com/slash Heart of the Dog Podcast. And if you have any questions you'd like answered or topic suggestions, please email heartofthedogpod at gmail.com. Please check out the show notes for any resources that may have sparked your interest. And finally, if you enjoy this podcast as much as you enjoy your dogs, please rate and review so that other members of the pack can find us. And please share with a friend or loved one.